0: Scripture quotations taken from the NASB, copyright the Lockman Foundation. Welcome to day five of week 10 of the daily Bible reading. Today we're reading Numbers chapters 22 to 25 and Luke chapter 1. Before we begin, let's say a prayer. Our Holy Father, we pray that we would always regard you as holy, that we would believe you, Father, in all that you say even in the things that seem impossible. We pray that we would have the kind of faith that would lead us to obey you in all things. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, let's begin our reading in Numbers chapter 22. Then the sons of Israel journeyed and camped in the plains of Moab beyond the Jordan opposite Jericho. Now Balak, the son of Zippor, saw all that Israel had done to the Amorites— So Moab was in great fear because of the people, for they were numerous, and Moab was in dread of the sons of Israel. Moab said to the elders of Midian, Now this horde will lick up all that is around us, as the ox licks up the grass of the field. And Balak the son of Zippor was king of Moab at that time. So he sent messengers to Balaam the son of Beor at Pethor, which is near the river, in the land of the sons of his people, to call him, saying, Behold, a people came out of Egypt. Behold, they cover the surface of the land, and they are living opposite me. Now therefore please come, curse this people for me, since they are too mighty for me. Perhaps I may be able to defeat them, and drive them out of the land. For I know that he whom you bless is blessed, and he whom you curse is cursed." So the elders of Moab and the elders of Midian departed with the fees for divination in their hand, and they came to Balaam and repeated Balak's words to him. He said to them, Spend the night here, and I will bring word back to you, as the Lord may speak to me. And the leaders of Moab stayed with Balaam. Then God came to Balaam and said, Who are these men with you? Balaam said to God, "'Balak, the son of Zippor, king of Moab, has sent word to me. Behold, there is a people who came out of Egypt, and they cover the surface of the land. Now come, curse them for me. Perhaps I may be able to fight against them and drive them out.' God said to Balaam, "'Do not go with them. You shall not curse the people, for they are blessed.' So Balaam arose in the morning and said to Balak's leaders, "'Go back to your land, for the Lord has refused to let me go with you.' The leaders of Moab arose and went to Balak and said, Balaam refused to come with us. Then Balak again sent leaders more numerous and more distinguished than the former. They came to Balaam and said to him, Thus says Balak, the son of Zippor, Let nothing, I beg you, hinder you from coming to me, for I will indeed honor you richly, and I will do whatever you say to me. Please come then, curse this people for me. Balaam replied to the servants of Balak, Though Balak were to give me his whole house full of silver and gold, I could not do anything, either small or great, contrary to the command of the Lord my God. Now please, you also stay here tonight, and I will find out what else the Lord will speak to me. God came to Balaam at night and said to him, If the men have come to call you, rise up and go with them, but only the word which I speak to you shall you do. So Balaam arose in the morning and saddled his donkey and went with the leaders of Moab. But God was angry because he was going, and the angel of the Lord took his stand in the way as an adversary against him. Now he was riding on his donkey, and his two servants were with him. When the donkey saw the angel of the Lord standing in the way with his drawn sword in his hand, the donkey turned off from the way and went into the field. But Balaam struck the donkey to turn her back into the way. Then the angel of the Lord stood in a narrow path of the vineyards, with a wall on this side and a wall on that side. When the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, she pressed herself to the wall and pressed Balaam's foot against the wall, so he struck her again. The angel of the Lord went further and stood in a narrow place where there was no way to turn to the right hand or the left. When the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, she lay down under Balaam. So Balaam was angry and struck the donkey with his stick. And the Lord opened the mouth of the donkey, and she said to Balaam, What have I done to you that you have struck me these three times? Then Balaam said to the donkey, Because you have made a mockery of me, if there had been a sword in my hand, I would have killed you by now. The donkey said to Balaam, Am I not your donkey on which you have ridden all your life to this day? Have I ever been accustomed to do so to you? And he said, No. Then the Lord opened the eyes of Balaam, and he saw the angel of the Lord standing in the way with his drawn sword in his hand, and he bowed all the way to the ground. The angel of the Lord said to him, Why have you struck your donkey these three times? Behold, I have come out as an adversary, because your way was contrary to me. But the donkey saw me, and turned aside from me these three times. If she had not turned aside from me, I would surely have killed you just now, and let her live." Balaam said to the angel of the Lord, I have sinned, for I did not know that you were standing in the way against me. Now then, if it is displeasing to you, I will turn back. But the angel of the Lord said to Balaam, Go with the men, but you shall speak only the word which I tell you. So Balaam went along with the leaders of Balak. When Balak heard that Balaam was coming, he went out to meet him at the city of Moab, which is on the Arnon border, at the extreme end of the border. Then Balak said to Balaam, Did I not urgently send to you to call you? Why did you not come to me? Am I really unable to honor you? So Balaam said to Balak, Behold, I have come now to you. Am I able to speak anything at all? The word that God puts in my mouth, that I shall speak. And Balaam went with Balak, and they came to Kiriath-Huzoth. Balak sacrificed oxen and sheep, and sent some to Balaam and the leaders who were with him. Then it came about in the morning that Balak took Balaam and brought him up to the high places of Baal, and he saw from there a portion of the people. Chapter 23 Then Balaam said to Balak, Build seven altars for me here, and prepare seven bulls and seven rams for me here. Balak did just as Balaam had spoken, and Balak and Balaam offered up a bull and a ram on each altar. Then Balaam said to Balak, Stand beside your burnt offering, and I will go. Perhaps the Lord will come to meet me. Whatever he shows me, I will tell you. So he went to a bare hill. Now God met Balaam, and he said to him, I have set up the seven altars, and I have offered up a bull and a ram on each altar. Then the Lord put a word in Balaam's mouth and said, Return to Balak, and you shall speak thus. So he returned to him, and behold, he was standing beside his burnt offering, he and all the leaders of Moab. He took up his discourse and said, From Aram Balak has brought me, Moab's king, from the mountains of the east. Come curse Jacob for me, and come denounce Israel. How can I curse whom God has not cursed? And how can I denounce whom the Lord has not denounced? As I see him from the top of the rocks, and I look at him from the hills, behold a people who dwells apart, and will not be reckoned among the nations. Who can count the dust of Jacob, or number the fourth part of Israel?" Let me die the death of the upright, and let my end be like his. Then Balak said to Balaam, What have you done to me? I took you to curse my enemies, but behold, you have actually blessed them. He replied, Must I not be careful to speak what the Lord puts in my mouth? Then Balak said to him, Please come with me to another place from where you may see them, although you will only see the extreme end of them, and will not see all of them, and curse them for me from there. So he took him to the field of Zophim to the top of Pisgah, and built seven altars, and offered a bull and a ram on each altar. And he said to Balak, Stand here beside your burnt offering while I myself meet the Lord over there. Then the Lord met Balaam and put a word in his mouth and said, Return to Balak, and thus you shall speak. He came to him, and behold, he was standing beside his burnt offering and the leaders of Moab with him. And Balak said to him, What has the Lord spoken? Then he took up his discourse and said, Arise, O Balak, and hear! Give ear to me, O son of Zippor! God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent. Has he said, and will he not do it? Or has he spoken, and will he not make it good? Behold, I have received a command to bless. When he has blessed, then I cannot revoke it. He has not observed misfortune in Jacob, nor has he seen trouble in Israel. The Lord his God is with him, and the shout of a king is among them. God brings them out of Egypt. He is for them like the horns of the wild ox. For there is no omen against Jacob, nor is there any divination against Israel. At the proper time it shall be said to Jacob and to Israel what God has done. Behold, a people rises like a lioness, and as a lion it lifts itself. It will not lie down until it devours the prey, and drinks the blood of the slain. Then Balak said to Balaam, Do not curse them at all, nor bless them at all. But Balaam said to Balak, Did I not tell you whatever the Lord speaks that I must do? Then Balak said to Balaam, Please come, I will take you to another place. Perhaps it will be agreeable with God that you curse them for me from there. So Balak took Balaam to the top of Peor, which overlooks the wasteland. Balaam said to Balak, Build seven altars for me here, and prepare seven bulls and seven rams for me here. Balak did just as Balaam had said, and offered up a bull and a ram on each altar. Chapter 24 When Balaam saw that it pleased the Lord to bless Israel, he did not go as at other times to seek omens, but he set his face toward the wilderness. And Balaam lifted up his eyes and saw Israel camping tribe by tribe, and the Spirit of God came upon him. He took up his discourse and said, The oracle of Balaam the son of Beor, and the oracle of the man whose eye is opened, the oracle of him who hears the words of God, who sees the vision of the Almighty, falling down yet having his eyes uncovered. How fair are your tents, O Jacob, your dwellings, O Israel! Like valleys that stretch out, like gardens beside the river, like aloes planted by the Lord, like cedars beside the waters. Water will flow from his buckets, and his seed will be like many waters, and his king shall be higher than Agag, and his kingdom shall be exalted. God brings him out of Egypt. He is for him like the horns of the wild hawks. He will devour the nations who are his adversaries, and will crush their bones in pieces, and shatter them with his arrows. He couches, he lies down as a lion, and as a lion who dares rouse him. Blessed is everyone who blesses you, and cursed is everyone who curses you. Then Balak's anger burned against Balaam, and he struck his hands together. And Balak said to Balaam, I called you to curse my enemies, but behold you have persisted in blessing them these three times. Therefore flee to your place now. I said I would honor you greatly, but behold, the Lord has held you back from honor. Balaam said to Balak, Did I not tell your messengers whom you had sent me, saying, Though Balak were to give me his house full of silver and gold, I could not do anything contrary to the command of the Lord, either good or bad, of my own accord. What the Lord speaks, that I will speak. And now, behold, I am going to my people." Come, and I will advise you what this people will do to your people in the days to come. He took up his discourse and said, The oracle of Balaam the son of Beor, and the oracle of the man whose eye is opened, the oracle of him who hears the words of God, and knows the knowledge of the Most High, who sees the vision of the Almighty, falling down yet having his eyes uncovered. I see him, but not now. I behold him, but not near." A star shall come forth from Jacob, a scepter shall rise from Israel, and shall crush through the forehead of Moab, and tear down all the sons of Sheth. Edom shall be a possession. Seer, its enemies also will be a possession, while Israel performs valiantly. One from Jacob shall have dominion, and will destroy the remnant from the city. And he looked at Amalek, and took up his discourse, and said, Amalek was the first of the nations, but his end shall be destruction. And he looked at the Kenite, and took up his discourse, and said, Your dwelling place is enduring, and your nest is set in the cliff. Nevertheless, Cain will be consumed. How long will Asher keep you captive? Then he took up his discourse, and said, Alas, but who can live except God has ordained it? But ships shall come from the coast of Kittim, and they shall afflict Asher, and will afflict Eber. So they also will come to destruction. Then Balaam arose and departed and returned to his place, and Balak also went his way. Chapter 25 While Israel remained at Chittim, the people began to play the harlot with the daughters of Moab. For they invited the people to the sacrifices of their gods, and the people ate and bowed down to their gods. So Israel joined themselves to Baal of Peor, and the Lord was angry against Israel. The Lord said to Moses, Take all the leaders of the people and execute them in broad daylight before the Lord, so that the fierce anger of the Lord may turn away from Israel. So Moses said to the judges of Israel, Each of you slay his men whom have joined themselves to Baal of Peor. Then behold, one of the sons of Israel came and brought to his relatives a Midianite woman, in the sight of Moses and in the sight of all the congregation of the sons of Israel, while they were weeping at the doorway of the tent of meeting. When Phinehas, the son of Eliezer, the son of Aaron the priest, saw it, he arose from the midst of the congregation, and took a spear in his hand, and he went after the man of Israel into the tent, and pierced both of them through, the man of Israel and the woman, through the body. So the plague on the sons of Israel was checked. Those who died by the plague were twenty-four thousand. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Phineas, the son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron the priest, has turned away my wrath from the sons of Israel, in that he was jealous with my jealousy among them, so that I did not destroy the sons of Israel in my jealousy. Therefore say, Behold, I give him my covenant of peace, and it shall be for him and his descendants after him a covenant of a perpetual priesthood, because he was jealous for his God and made atonement for the sons of Israel." Now the name of the slain man of Israel, who was slain with a Midianite woman, was Zimri, the son of Salu, a leader of a father's household among the Simeonites. The name of the Midianite woman who was slain was Cosbi, the daughter of Zer, who was head of the people of a father's household in Midian. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, "Be hostile to the Midianites and strike them, for they have been hostile to you with their tricks." with which they have deceived you in the affair of Peor and in the affair of Cosby, the daughter of the leader of Midian, their sister, who was slain on the day of the plague because of Peor. Now let's start the book of Luke with chapter 1. Inasmuch as many have undertaken to compile an account of the things accomplished among us, just as they were handed down to us by those who from the beginning were eyewitnesses and servants of the word, It seemed fitting for me as well, having investigated everything carefully from the beginning, to write it out for you in consecutive order, most excellent Theophilus, so that you may know the exact truth about the things you have been taught. In the days of Herod, king of Judea, there was a priest named Zacharias of the division of Abijah, and he had a wife from the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth." They were both righteous in the sight of God, walking blamelessly in all the commandments and requirements of the Lord. But they had no child because Elizabeth was barren, and they were both advanced in years. Now it happened that while he was performing his priestly service before God in the appointed order of his division, according to the custom of the priestly office, he was chosen by lot to enter the temple of the Lord and burn incense— And the whole multitude of the people were in prayer outside at the hour of the incense offering. And an angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing to the right of the altar of incense. Zechariah was troubled when he saw the angel, and fear gripped him. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zacharias, for your petition has been heard, and your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you will give him the name John. You will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth. For he will be great in the sight of the Lord, and he will drink no wine or liquor, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit while yet in his mother's womb. And he will turn many of the sons of Israel back to the Lord their God. It is he who will go as a forerunner before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers back to the children and the disobedient to the attitude of the righteous, so as to make ready a people prepared for the Lord." Zacharias said to the angel, How will I know this for certain? For I am an old man, and my wife is advanced in years. The angel answered and said to him, I am Gabriel, who stands in the presence of God, and I have been sent to speak to you and to bring you this good news. And behold, you shall be silent and unable to speak until the day when these things take place, because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled in their proper time." The people were waiting for Zacharias, and were wondering at his delay in the temple. But when he came out, he was unable to speak to them, and they realized that he had seen a vision in the temple, and he kept making signs to them, and remained mute. When the days of his priestly service were ended, he went back home. After these days, Elizabeth his wife became pregnant, and she kept herself in seclusion for five months, saying, This is the way the Lord has dealt with me in the days when he looked with favor upon me to take away my disgrace among men. Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the descendants of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And coming in, he said to her, Greetings, favored one. The Lord is with you. But she was very perplexed at this statement and kept pondering what kind of salutation this was. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God, and behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom will have no end. Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I am a virgin? The angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you, and for that reason the Holy Child shall be called the Son of God. And behold, even your relative Elizabeth has also conceived a son in her old age, and she who was called barren is now in her sixth month, for nothing will be impossible with God." And Mary said, Behold, the bond slave of the Lord, may it be done to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Now at this time Mary arose and went in a hurry to the hill country, to a city of Judah, and entered the house of Zacharias and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit, and she cried out with a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And how has it happened to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For behold, when the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby leaped in my womb for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what had been spoken to her by the Lord. And Mary said, My soul exalts the Lord, and my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior, for he has had regard for the humble state of his bondslave. For behold, from this time on all generations will count me blessed. For the Mighty One has done great things for me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is upon generation after generation toward those who fear him. He has done mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in the thoughts of their heart. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, and has exalted those who are humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, and sent away the rich empty-handed. He has given help to Israel his servant in remembrance of his mercy, as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and his descendants forever. And Mary stayed with her about three months and then returned to her home. Now the time had come for Elizabeth to give birth, and she gave birth to a son. Her neighbors and her relatives heard that the Lord had displayed his great mercy toward her, and they were rejoicing with her. And it happened that on the eighth day they came to circumcise the child, and they were going to call him Zacharias after his father. But his mother answered and said, No, indeed, but he shall be called John. And they said to her, There is no one among your relatives who is called by that name. And they made signs to his father as to what he wanted him called. And he asked for a tablet and wrote as follows, His name is John. And they were all astonished. And at once his mouth was opened and his tongue loosed, and he began to speak in praise of God. Fear came on all those living around them, and all these matters were being talked about in all the hill country of Judea. All who heard them kept them in mind, saying, What then will this child turn out to be? For the hand of the Lord was certainly with him. And his father Zacharias was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, saying, to grant us that we being rescued from the hand of our enemies might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all our days. And you, child, will be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go on before the Lord to prepare his ways, to give to his people the knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins, because of the tender mercy of our God, with which the sunrise from on high will visit us, to shine upon those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. And the child continued to grow and to become strong in spirit, and he lived in the deserts until the day of his public appearance to Israel. And that is the reading for today and for this week. Until next time, have a great weekend and keep meditating on the Word of God.